Unnamed Violence presents Rot Black Sludge, or The Shadow King's Lost Heir. An introductory dungeon crawl for Merc Bore. Episode 1 In the land of the Shadow King, you find yourselves in. In fact, right now, you are currently chained to a wall, arms above your head. Your possessions have been stripped from you, and you have been sentenced to die. You've been charged with heretical theft. Now, the theft was the fact that each of you came across the border of, of Svealand and through no fault of your own ended up at the necropolis Graventosk. From there you were picked up by an armed patrol that insisted you did not pay the tithe when you entered into the Shadow King's territory. Each of you were loaded onto a corpse wagon and hauled to a nearby fortress by the cemetery. A few of you offered to pay the tithe, but was told it was now too late, and how dare you try to bribe them with your heretical coins. Your possessions were taken from you, and you've been put into this cell, manacled against the wall. Soon, a squat figure in dark purple robes, belted by human hair and wearing an owl mask, enters. He addresses you. Greg, can you introduce yourself? I'm Vidrig. Take a close look. Probably see I'm six feet tall-ish, slight build, look a little closer, black hair, fairly long, eyes, don't get too close, and yeah, back up, reddish-brown, maybe you can see tattoos on my arms, I don't know, maybe I'm wearing a priest robe, maybe I'm not. Alright. I look fun, Ratchet. Tattered royal attire, constantly swearing about the never healing wound I have on my body. Monologuing with a skull frequently, his name is Ted. I'm arrogant as hell, and I'm one aggravated bastard. Daryl, who are you playing? My character is Jonathan Rotten. Or Rotten Jonathan. Either or. He is a, I would say, a smaller, scrawny gentleman, about 5'11. Looks to be in his mid 20s. Uh, his hair is shaved to the one side, uh, and it's folded over one half of his face, covering an eye patch. And if you look closer, under that eye patch is a yellow ooze, kind of oozing out from under it. His good eye is blue. You get too close to him to look. He wears worn tights, and he's got a 
kind of a bigger padded vest on with mismatched leather boots. One too big, one looks too small. And he giggles at little intervals throughout throughout Excuse mumbling. And lastly, Scott, please talk about your character. I am playing the character of Edward Dickinson. Yes, the Edward Dickinson. And Edward stands around 5'10". He's thin. Black hair, blue eyes, black robes. Little tattered. And that is all. <laughs> all right. As this squat, maybe four foot little man stands before you. He looks up quizzically. You can't see his face. His face is hidden behind a white owl mask. And uh, he has a, his robed hood is covering his head. You get the sense of uneasiness when he enters uh, into here. Um, you also, you also, also notice some perfume scent coming from him. It sounds like uh, it smells like herbs and uh, other kind of sharp, pungent fragrances. He looks to you uh, in turn. He asks everyone's uh, names. And really, you don't have much of a choice at this uh, moment. It doesn't seem like the guards or anyone here is interested in any type of real justice. Um, and the laws of the land are tenuous and ever-changing at best usually to suit those who are of authority. But uh, after, uh, after a little of, uh, inspection time, he also goes through um, your equipment, your backpacks, your sacks, and is just kind of moseying uh, through your belongings. Um, does anyone say anything as he's doing this? I'm going to call him a dick. <laughs> <laughs> dick. <laughs> he, uh, he ignores your, uh, your insult and continues to do so. He doesn't, he's not pocketing anything, though. He's just, he's just looking, it looks like. Uh, when he gets to Edward's um, backpack, and he opens it up. He is noticeably taken aback as he starts to pull out one of the okra tablets or the okra tablet that you carry. What? <laughs> He's doing it delicately, though. He says, "Oh, yeah. Oh, this is this is this is this is interesting. This is a this is one of the tablets. Yes, one of the." The tablets of Okra Obscurity. Dude, don't drop it. Treasures, no. no, 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 no. I won't. I won't. I won't be dropping this. This is rare. 
this is this is powerful and this is this is not meant for me it is he looks over at uh at you edward he goes this is yours is it not i can i can sense a bond with it you have you have tested yourself against this tablet and you you have been found you have been found worthy you might just want to gently put that back yes yes i'm i'm sorry i am not here to interrogate you no no that's that is for the torturers that is for the the executioners on on the morn that you will be walking up to that you will be that you will be approaching and laying your head laying your head down upon the block and losing losing that said head and and all will be done and you will you will go to the promised land unless you help me what he looks to you all in in turn i'm here to to offer you salvation and in order to 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 help our liege the shadow king and to further further the 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 saiyans of the basilisk further to possibly possibly curtail the coming apocalypse as for as told by he and to save your lives and get some money out of it as well possibly do you need to hear more have i caught your interest i am so tired of you charlatans there is only one truth and that is nost Does, 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 does this mean no more, no more meetings? meetings no In Nostas salvation, you can't offer me that. Nost isn't going to let anything happen to me. You might as well just make things easy on yourself and let us go now. You, you, you speak of, you speak of dead gods. You speak of dead gods. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, that is okay. We all, we all have our followings. We all have our. We all have our full pause. Only dead to the delusional. Is Nos Nos Nos? Is he is he is he nice? Nice nice God. Nos is the truth. Nos is the only way. Nos is death. Nos is life. Does he? You under the table? Does he what? Does, will he kick you under the table? If you want him to. No, 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 no more beatings. You speak with a her- heretical tongue, prophet. But I, 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 I will forgive you, for if Nost wishes you to come onto this. Onto onto this endeavor, he will not. Will he not allow you? For if he says no, then you will meet him soon. We shall see. Well, let us let us see what the morning brings. Either your head in a basket, or 
a little trip. I offer all of you life, <laughs> although perhaps where I send you, you may not wish to have agreed on it, and life might not seem such a precious commodity. But no, I, I do offer you a chance to escape the chopping block, so to speak. I am a courtier of the Shadow King. I am a seer of our ruler. And I can offer you life. What say you? Or do you need more details before I spring you from this trap you have fallen yourself into? <laughs> what kind of life could you possibly offer us? Nah. An nah. extended one. I choose Nost, because Nost chose me. I I'll be good. I'll go. I'll go. looks to the two that have been silent so far. Don't like you, but you don't want to be tied to this wall any longer. Just put the tabs of a choice, down. really. Yes, I I shall lay your tablet down. But uh, if you are uh, if you say no, you won't be needing it much longer, uh, will you, uh, Philosopher Dickinson? Do you wish to hear my tale? How can you show us the way out? Hmm. It's simple. I offer you a chance at life. For the king's one true heir, his beloved son, Alden. <laughs> has gone missing. Without an heir, the Shadow King will eventually be forced to hand his crown over to his brother. His brother who has not not the most mm, reliable of sorts, some might say. Makari has his own way of doing things, and it generally involves the deaths of many of his followers. But the Shadow so, King, the Shadow King, needs his heir returned to him. Yes, you were saying. Well, this is all too familiar to me. This, this whole scenario. I've lived through it myself. Hmm. Then you can emphasize, it seems. Get him back discreetly. And wealth, life, and freedom will be yours. Can, can, I, can I bring my, my, my things? Yes, your possessions will be returned to you. You will, you will need them where you are going. Is Dominic okay? Dominic? My, my, my donkey. All of your uh, your livestock has been uh, has been kept safe in the the guard stable. Good, 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 good. 
How much yeah. wealth? How much wealth are we talking about? You promised wealth. You will be well rewarded for the return of his son. The Shadow King is generous to those who serve him well, and he is vengeful to those who oppose him. How generous. You will have to complete the task at hand to find out, but this offer is very generous, especially to one as heretical as you, and as one who I'm finding out is more heretical by the minute he speaks. I, I oh. don't know him. I don't know him. He's not my friend. Where I stand, you're the heretical one. But I pity you. You may pity me if you wish, but I'm the one who's free right now, and I'm the one who's offering, and I'm the one who can save your miserable life. You're offering me something I already have. I already have life. And like I said, there's no way Nost is going to let anything happen to me, so... But, I don't know, I may choose to help. I'll help. I said, I said I'll help. The Rotten One says he will help. The Pompous Rich One says he will help. Reluctantly, but yes. The Philosopher with his tablet says he will help. I need a final decision from you, heretic. I want to know what's going to be worth my while. Well, you won't live long enough to find out if it's not if you decide not to go. That's where I... Yeah, I think you're wrong. Very well. Guard. Oh, you're in trouble. You're Guard eating. Uh, enters into the cell. Release him, him, and him. He points to Alec, Rotten, and Edward. Oh, this, you're in trouble. This one, I think, needs to think about his very short future. Three of you, come with me. Take your possessions. Oh, thank you. I'll return in one hour to you, Vidrig. We'll see if your god has communed to you. Don't be late. He uh, leaves the room. The door is shut. All right. <clears throat> Alec, Jonathan, and Edward, you are led into a small antechamber. Uh, there is a bowl of grapes there that look fairly fresh. Um, there's maybe a couple uh, ones that are going discolored. Uh, he uh, offers them uh, to you. 
he sits down uh, at the head of this uh, small table. There are a there's a set of cards in front of him. There's a, he also offers you a, a seat as well. There's uh, stools ringed around the uh, the table. Uh, two guards are still in the room. There is another door um, to the south. You've entered through the north. He says, please, sit. Johnny will go sit. I'll, I'll stand. I'll sit. Thank you. Now, we believe his Aldred's kidnappers has brought him to a vile little corner of Graventosk called the Accursed Den. You have heard of the Accursed Den. It is a place shrouded in mystery, but for some re reason, people still are drawn to it. It has been used as hideouts in the past, and people who have went to it, uh, a lot of them have never returned or have re returned very changed. However, it seems to be an almost impenetrable place for armies to go to or any large force. Um, you've heard strange and bizarre stories. Each of you could probably tell one or two of them. Uh, no story ever matches another. How much are lies? How much are half-truths? How much is complete truths? You're not sure. Now, I am able to peer into the veil of possibilities and I can perhaps help you with your task. For the mere small donation of five silver pieces, I will draw two of my cards and help you on your task, if you wish it so. Uh, I am poor. <laughs> I'll give him his five silver pieces. Okay. Oh, you better not be spinning any bullshit, man. Yes. I do not bullshit. I am a seer. I see possibilities. But know that not all possibilities are necessarily true upon this plane or in this moon phase. So take it with a with some trepidation, but it may help. And knowledge is a weapon to be used 
in the accursed den. He snacks up, snaps up the uh, the coins, puts them into his robe in a hidden pocket, and draws the first card. Ah, I see. I see the lamps burn red. The lamp oil. The lamp oil is is touched with touched with human blood. He snaps up a second card, flips it over. These are symbols that you don't necessarily recognize. To you, they almost look like ink blots. Um, they're not of any type of object or anything you, you, you know. But on the second card, he looks at his, he kind of tilts his head back. Again, you only see this owl mask. I fear Alden may be unwilling to leave this place. There. I have read your cards. That one card looks like a butterfly to me. What are you talking about? (laughs) Butterfly, yes. Butterfly's wings flap. And when they flap, across the world, events may happen. The only thing flapping here is your lips. <laughs> butter, butter, butterflies taste taste okay. Go, prepare, do what you must. You have an hour. If after that you will be taken to the accursed den, I, you I, have. I want to say something. You have access to your your animals. Let's go out the southern southern door. Turn left. Do not try to escape. Guards will be watching. Guards with crossbows. In an hour, I will ask your companion one last time. You will be either three or you will be four when you set up upon this task. If any of you wish to perhaps convince him for the good of my liege and for the good of his life and for the good of your lives, for strength are within numbers, you have access to him as well if you wish. The strange little seer then stands up. Wait, 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 before you go. What's going to happen to him if he doesn't decide to come? He uh, then walks over to the southern door, opens it, and you see in the middle of the courtyard, you see a uh, a dais has been uh, erected, and you see a rust-colored stained chopping block in the middle of it with a oh. basket in the front. Oh my, oh my. Have a good day. He leaves the room. Okay, so... 
All right. Um, so I'll just go around the circle here. Uh, Edward, what are you going to do at the moment? Well, I'm going to uh, finally inspect my tablets, make sure they're all intact. Okay, yep. You're uh, in good condition. Yep, your tablet. You only have one. Tablet, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, You, uh, yeah, you you look at, he he handled it very uh, gently and with care. So, no, there was no damage to to the clay tablet. Uh, blood blood clay tablet so it's 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 in it's in good condition just as you left it jonathan rotten uh jonathan's going to go and ask a guard to see where he can find dominic okay um yep there are two guards stationed here way uh have have you seen my donkey? You probably haven't seen my donkey. He's very good at camouflage. Your donkey's outside in the stable. Go out, turn left. It's right around the corner. Jonathan goes out and turns right. Okay. <laughs> As you turn right, you see um so outside in the in the courtyard, it's a it's a small uh fort. Um courtyard is my maybe like about 30 to 40 yards uh, radius. There is a stable. You see a barracks and the current um, kind of uh, meeting room as well as the the jail attached to it. Um, You count about 15 guards here. All of them armed with either a crossbow or a spear with shield. They are all emblazoned in the colors of the Shadow King. Their armor is uh, pitch black. Uh, Looks to be of a studded leather. And uh, they're all very kind of harsh looking looking men. Um, With various uh, various stages of ugliness to them. Uh, but you find your donkey. Also, there are in a uh, look to be leashed to a post, apparently be two small monkeys and a rather large uh, uh, horse. I'm going to go over to Dominic and pet him, or sorry, pet her. It is a her, and just, just hug her. Okay. Uh, is it Dominic or Dominique? Dominique. Dominique. All right. Uh, Dominique. Uh, when 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 she sees you, just starts going into a uh, uh, joyful bray and uh, greets you. And uh, is 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 happy to uh, happy to see you. She kind of nuzzles uh, into you. Where, where where is all your camouflage? I'll bend down and pick up the straw and start smattering it all over, putting it under her reins. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, you, you, she just has like, you just have like a, a simple halter around her uh, head with a, uh, with a rope lead uh, dangling from, uh, from the chin. Um, Alec, what are you doing? I will go into the courtyard and hang a left. Okay. Find my monkeys. Okay. And my, and my talking horse. <laughs> now then, um, your your monkeys uh, look at you and they're like, ah, yeah. Typical reaction. They, they don't seem they don't seem really excited. You're looking over at uh, uh, Johnny and his uh, donkey there. I uh, you. You know, a l- little bit of envy as this this, this uh, animal companion obviously sees Johnny as, you know, sheer joy. <laughs> uh, your monkeys, um, uh, not so much. What were the name of your monkeys, by the way? Um, one is Cheech, the other is John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, they yeah, they just they just notice you, and uh, but don't particularly uh, kind of neutral in your return. You guys just want me to leave you here? Is this this is this is what's going on? <laughs> Typical. I'll approach my horse and have a chat. Okay, you uh, approach Barbarister. Yeah. He uh, he kind of huffs. What have you gotten yourself into now? Wrong place, wrong time. It's not good. That's the story of your life, isn't it? Seems to be. Raw deals, left, right. So, am I going to be sent off to the butcher shop? No, no, no. That's not happening. We'll be leaving. Hmm. And are we... Unless that's what you want. I mean, that's up to you. Of course, it's bloody well not what I want. Why, why would you say such a thing? God, I'm sorry. I'm just things sometimes. You're not like your father, that's for sure. <sighs> so I'll try we... my best. Well, try harder. Are we free to go? Not yet. We have to wait. Yes. One of us is reluctant to leave. Jonathan is just staring slack-jawed at this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jonathan, you have not seen any talking animals of late, not outside your dreams, anyhow. Um, And you think you might be going a little mad. More than usual. Okay, uh, is anyone going to... uh, Visit Vidrig, and actually, we'll yeah. go back to Vidrig right now. I'll I'll, uh, I'll go and visit uh, for sure. Okay. Uh, you approach. You go uh, go through the the room, the adjoining room. End up back in the uh, in the cell room, and Vidrig is uh, just uh, hanging tough there. <laughs> Vidrig. Oh, Vidrig. Hey, man. 
Uh, so Why? just to clarify, you guys, this is basically your first meeting. You did not arrive in uh, this land uh, together. You are all kind of picked up separately. Um, so just so you know. Okay. He's Vidrig, correct? Yep, that's my name. So, why rather hang to the wall? Well, from my perspective, he's offering me life, which I already have, and offering us wealth, which he has failed to produce, and I know for a fact that whatever they try to do to me, there's no way that Nost is going to uh, take me into the afterlife. So, I mean, I'm not worried. What's he going to do? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. I don't think there's anything he can do. So I'm just hanging out, trying to make my point. but thinking maybe I will join you guys on whatever this little charade is and pick up some wealth along the way because, or, you know, maybe I can steal some from that jerk too. I don't know. I I think you have just talked yourself into it. Possibly. Talk myself out of it too. Let, let me just tell you, I have just seen where you may end up if you do not join us on this excursion. Where's that? A comfy bed? It looks like a head in a basket. I'm still having doubts, but uh, nothing they can really do to me. At but, least being untethered gives you some more chance well, than being tied to the wall. Yeah, you make a good point. Being chained up is a bit dull. I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> well, few would, but I, I've had worse. Time passes, and soon, um, <laughs> soon the seer has entered back into the cell. He sees, uh, I guess you you two have been kind of just passing the time. Yeah. Yeah. Chagin. Okay. Yes. Right, the uh, the the owl-faced seer enters. Well, well, prophet, have you made a decision? Do you wish to live a little bit longer to spread the dead words of your dead gods? Or do you wish to 
see what is on the other side sooner than you possibly expected. Your attempts at insulting me are both childish and annoying, but yes, I will join you on this fruitless quest. And if it's not worth it to me, then you're going to find out about it the hard way. Nost and I will come back and lay waste to this entire garbage dump. Your fly god is no concern of mine. I just need bodies to help my king. But if that is your acquiescence, then you shall be released. He calls over a, a guard who unshackles you. You kind of you drop to the ground. Your the most of the feeling has gone out of your arms and wrists. Just kind of shake them to uh, get the blood flowing back again. Was, leads you uh, back out into the antechamber. Um, does they, did anyone partake of the grapes? No, no one wants grapes. No. Okay. No thanks. Jonathan will take a handful. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know there were grapes. <laughs> yeah, there's this bowl of grapes on the uh, on the table. I'll help my favorite food. <laughs> I'll help myself to a bunch of grapes. All right, you do so. Um, is there anything uh, you need to do, Bill? Get my oh. stuff. Okay, yep. You uh, gather your stuff. Uh, another hour passes, and one of the uh, guards, uh, particularly uh, obese one, uh, kind of comes up to to the door or the or their stable and, and and gathers you all uh, into the courtyard. Uh, he looks at. Uh, he uh, he looks at. Um, Vidrig, and uh, you're you're kind of hauling this cart behind you. <laughs> this hand cart. It says, "Oi, you've got a cart and you've got a donkey." I don't have a donkey. No, he's got a donkey. You're a donkey. This might what? <laughs> donkey. <laughs> I was going to offer you some barding so you can attach it to your donkey there and maybe move a bit quicker. You, you don't touch Dominic. You don't, no, only I touch her. I don't want to touch Dominic. No, no one asked you. Uh, fine. No donkey touching in my presence. Don't touch my monkeys. Well, listen here then. All of you get in the cart. You with your own cart. 
Leave that there. You can pick it up if you get out of where you're going. So we have more than one cart. Uh, don't you have a cart? Wasn't that one of your items? I have, a, I have a small wagon. Sorry. Yeah, wagon. Wagon, cart, same thing. Yeah. Um, uh, does it? Uh, did it come with a mount? It just says I have a small wagon. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> so basically, you're you're hauling this by yourself. Um, yeah. So he's he's basically saying you you can leave your card and pick it up on the way back. All right, I'll probably do that then. Okay. Because I don't want to touch that donkey. <laughs> Donkey's pretty dirty right now. There's a lot of. He's either been rolling in hay or he's been covered in it. <laughs> all right. Um, you all pile onto onto the wagon, and with a snap of the reins, this almost toothless wagon driver starts uh, driving you out of the courtyard. There are four horsemen with you as well, and flanking uh, the wagon. Are they drawing nearer? Uh, they're about they're about five feet away from your wagon. Uh, two two at the front, two at the back. So you're kind of like boxed in. Gotcha. The the day is well. There's usually not much sun that peeks through anymore. And uh, right now, it what you it looks to be about approaching noon. Uh, a wind has definitely picked up, though, and an unpleasant one that's bringing a rather nasty odor from across Gravintosk. Gravintosk is a huge necropolis. Um, and it is also the domain of the Shadow King, who is a devout follower of uh, she. Uh, when I mention who she and he, they are the twin-headed basilisk. She, the gat, he. Yeah, um, but did try to kill him as she spawned many creatures that uh, came out of the virgin crypts. However, it is he that has been spouting off the prophecies that is now being observed and dreaded upon uh, coming true. Anyhow, um, the trip takes about half a day uh, through the cemetery. As you're going along, a thick fog has uh, set in and you think you see shapes walking along beside you at some points, some humanoid, some subhuman, some on four legs, some on many legs, but they always seem to go in and out of the mist. It's hard to hard to tell what it is. Um, 
the guards keep a brisk pace. There is a lantern uh, hanging off the, the side of the, the wagon to uh, somewhat light the way. But in uh, half a day's time, you arrive at kind of like a, just it seems like a innocent looking uh, uh, hill. There are some standing stones in front of it. And there is a black maw of an opening uh, in it. Uh, it is ringed on top by uh, more stones and tufts of kind of brown grass sticking out of it. It's also quite near a few mausoleums and uh, headstones that have broken up and have fallen over. Uh, it itself kind of looks like a tomb, but apparently you have arrived at the accursed den. The guards get you off the wagon as you stand upon in front of the entrance. Your equipment in hand, they uh, say to you, or one the lead uh, guard anyways, right then, there's the accursed den. We'll wait out here for four days. You have until that time. If you don't come out by four, by day four, you'll most likely never come out. If you do, we'll take you back to the fort where you'll get your reward. As long as you have the prince. Any questions? What's your favorite color? Get going. Oh, all right, all right. So bitter. Right. You approach the entrance. You feel a cold air kind of wafting up from below. You th think you hear running water down below as well. Uh, it is fairly dark. Does anyone have a light source? Uh, no. I noticed. I I noticed that I could buy lantern oil, but I didn't see a lantern in the list. <laughs> the lantern's probably two hundred silver. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, no one has a light source? No, I, I only uh, bought lock, lock picks and 30 foot. Okay. Um, well, there is a lamp on the wagon. Someone could inquire. Wait, give us your lantern. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, uh, the, the driver looks at... Huh? You give me the lantern. Please. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm not giving you my lantern. It's the guard comes over, grabs the lantern off the hook. Goes, ah, what? What are you doing? Goes, shut up, old man. Yeah, uh, trots over and hands the lantern uh, down to uh, Edward. Goes, there, take it. Now stop lollygagging and get going. Blab. Barrister is looking at down at the entrance like, uh, no, sir, I don't like it. What do you want to do? I'm going to choice. I'm going to be waiting up here. I can't fit. Those are stairs. I'm a horse. I know. I know. I'll be back eventually. Look, I'll take care of Dorothy the donkey over there. Hey, you, 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 you watch your mouth. I don't have oh, to watch my mouth. I know how to use it. Why don't you brush yours once in a while? Oh, let's be friends. Onward. <laughs> your horse is a real jackass. He's ours, not a jackass. Come on. All right. Uh, I can't believe your horse talks. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty cool. Thanks. Well, I, I, I guess we should get going. Yeah, maybe we should. Ah, never mind. I'll walk Dominic over to the old man. Okay. Uh, uh, can, you, you, you better watch her, or, or I'll slit your fucking throat. Uh, oh, fine. Just had to ask. <laughs> tether her to, tether her to my mule there. I'll wipe a bit of my pus from my eye and. And pat him on the shoulder. Alec, is it just me or is your horse smarter than that guy? Oh yeah, barbarous like that. He's very I think he's even smarter than I am. Um where do you have your monkeys? Are they just kind of hanging on your shoulders? Yeah, that's that's what their usual song and dance is. They don't. They just do their own thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they they ignore me ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> I don't bother them. All right. Um. Okay. Uh. uh first of all, Al, I did a slight error on your when we were doing your character creation. Um, you should have gotten two special items from your list. Okay. So I went ahead and rolled for this second item and you might have noticed, right. noticed it in your background. It's called the snake skin gift. God, please. I, did, I did see that. Okay. Um, so it's an expensive sandalwood box bound in snake skin. It contains a seemingly ordinary dagger wrapped in silk. The dagger does D4 damage, but on a roll of one, the target dies immediately of deadly poison weeping from the blade. Eesh. That's almost as good as a snakeskin cod piece. <laughs> <laughs> That's some horse In shit right there. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, it's called the snakeskin gift. It's on the uh, it's on your character class sheet if you need to. Uh... Right, but it's it's just simply no. It's it's a, a dagger D four damage. Roll a one, 
and the target dies. Okay, I'm just this is provided poison would harm the target. Okay, did anyone um, tell uh, Vidrig about the seer's uh, card readings? Ah, uh, yes. I can fill him in on that right now. Vidrig, our jailer friend, the dick, as I called him, <laughs> drew two cards for us. Uh, one uh, told us that lamp oil was touched with human blood. Probably in this cave, but he did say that it could be something unrelated to what we're doing. And that's, uh, that's what I thought. And Alden may be unwilling to leave this cave. So that could be a challenge. Oh. Yeah, that didn't sit well with him. Mm, so somebody ran away from daddy. I think so. All right. I think I should have. I think I should have stayed hanging. Mm, I disagree, but we choose our own path. That we do. What will be the order from which you descend down into the earth? Well, I'll follow the guy with the lamp. <clears throat> Okay. Uh Edward, are you leading the pack with the with the lamp? Yes. Okay. So Edward, followed by Vidrig, followed by Me. Alec. Yes. And uh Alec. Jonathan Rotten in the rear. All right. You descend down the earth hewn stairs. It's uh, you already smell a kind of a musty odor down here. Um, as you descend, the light does a good job of uh, keeping you from tripping down the stairs, which could have been done as these stairs are not exactly all the same size, shapes, or height. It's very irregular. But eventually, you, it opens up, you, it bottoms out, and it opens up into a chamber. And I just threw a map up in the maps uh, section. Pull it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. There's a stale smell in here. You see uh, above you a lit oil lantern hanging from the ceiling. Uh, out of reach. Not quite sure how it got up there. There is a small stream of water that crosses the room from holes in the wall going from the left to the right. You see two doors ahead of you two wooden doors slightly ajar both of them it sounds like faint violin music can be heard from either of them both of them rather 
you also notice black violet butterflies flap haplessly over this, the water stream. Yes, I'm having deja vu. All right, who ate, who ate the grapes? I ate some grapes. <laughs> no did grapes you, here. Did you, did you not eat grapes? No, I did not eat grapes. Uh, you don't like grapes? Uh-oh. I do not need the grape. Can uh, Jonathan go up and try to catch some of these butterflies and also at the same time look for some small rocks? Uh, yeah. Um, you go to... Uh, how, how are you going to catch the butterfly? I'll just try to catch one with my hand. With your hands? Okay. Uh, go ahead Watch. and make a athletics check. Your difficulty rating... Let's see how how easy is it to catch a butterfly? We'll, we'll give it an eight. Fourteen. All right, you managed to catch a butterfly, and um, and you did it fairly gently too. You kind of have it cupped in your uh, hands, unless you were trying to to swat it. How? Well, no, he's going to try to catch it, and once he does, he puts it in his backpack and zips it up. Okay. <laughs> so you kind of stuff it in your backpack. At the same time now, I'll just grab a couple of rocks. Okay, yep. There are... Uh... Let's see. Is it for your sling? Yeah. Okay. So you find... Uh, you find three good-sized uh, rocks. Perfect, thank you. All right. Uh, I got a butterfly, guys. That's interesting. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I'll probably eat it later. Oh, enjoy that. It can be really bitter. Um... Not regretting my decision to eat grapes now. <laughs> All right, so you're standing on the one side of the chamber. Uh, Johnny is by the river, having just caught a butterfly and collected some rocks. What's everyone else doing? I'm going to inspect the water. Okay. Uh, you go and take a look at the, the streaming water. Uh, how do you inspect it? I will inspect it by dipping my finger into it. All right. Uh, it is cool to the touch. What does it smell like? Okay, you kind of, uh, get down on your hands and knees and just kind of smell. Um... It actually see here. Yeah, it actually surprisingly uh smells fresh. I'll take a a really good glug out of my water skin and maybe uh, refill it up. Okay. You uh yeah, you uh 
drink down your 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 water skin there uh about how much are you drinking from it say uh about half okay take a good long pull of it uh it's kind of yeah you 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 filled it up at a well as you were crossing the uh, the border on a, uh, on a on a farm and it's to be honest it's gone kind of stagnant water what, actually, what I'll do, Dave, is I'll mm-hmm. I'll take a cup of the water from the stream out of my hand and take a sip of it. Okay. Uh yeah. It's it seems like it's fresh water. Does it taste much nicer than the water that's in my water skin? Certainly so. I'll just dump the rest of the water out of my water skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And fill it all up. All right. Uh you fill up your water skin with this. Uh... With this natural stream, it seems. I want to drink some water too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyone else want to drink from the water? I'll approach it and see if monkeys want some. Peach okay. and chum. Peach and chum. Sorry. Yep. They uh, scramble down your arm and uh, they start cupping their hands and dipping it and uh, uh, drinking as well. Yep. Jonathan will as well. Right. Uh, yeah, you're all uh, refreshed from it. It's uh, uh, it is it is it is good. And uh, so far, uh, you know, the the accursed den is, is is has butterflies and fresh water. Wow. No wonder he wanted to come here, get away from daddy and violin music. Yes, the violin music continues to waft into the uh, into this kind of natural chamber. All just too good to be true. So, how wide is this uh, stream? Can we just like step oh, across it? Yeah, or? you can just hop across it. Okay, I'll hop across. Okay, once my skin's filled. Yep. Um. Does everyone have a uh, water skin on them? I don't no. think I do. Not on my inventory. Okay. Does everyone have some food? I have one ration. Okay. <laughs> so, but I, I have all the food I need right up here, and I point to my head. Okay. Um, just so you know, um, you are unable to replenish hit points during short rests or long rests if you don't have uh, either food or water. Great. And in fact, if you don't have food or water after a long rest, uh, you will start to starve and will take damage from that. So, but you just quenched your thirst, so you should be okay right now, and you're not hurt. And there's, you know, donkey we can eat outside. Don't even think about my eyes. He's invisible to your eyes, or she's right. Oh, you have an invisible donkey? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, then there's donkey we can eat outside. <laughs> Mm, donkey. 
Um, okay, so uh, what, what do you do now? There are two doors. One to the left, one to the right. Both slightly ajar. Which one should we go into? As, uh, does the sound of the music come from both doors? Yeah, that's Correct. what I was going to ask. Yes, it does. Okay. So I, I bet both door, either door goes to the same place. It could. Well, Dave, I'm going to go to the one to the on the left side and just take a peek. Okay. Uh, what's everyone else doing? I'll peek at the one on the right, and then I'll compare notes with Edward. Okay. I'll stand idly by and see who dies. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you approach, uh, Edward approaches the left door and has a little peek in. You see uh, a irregularly shaped chamber ahead of you. Um, you kind of stick your head in there. Um, it's warm and it's bright. Though you smell, you smell rot in there, as well as the the faint, sad playing violin music, uh, still coming in. It's not from this chamber. It looks to be beyond this chamber, or sounds to be beyond this chamber. Uh, you see four giant oil lamps. Um, that is kind of. Uh, surrounding a long uh, dinner table. There seems to be a figure sitting at the end of the table, although you would have to get closer to uh, see. And I I've added the map to that room. Oh, oh neato. Now, Fidrig, you look into the right chamber. In this chamber, it is cooler, and there's kind of a slight smoke in the air. Uh, there's a pair of uh, torches in the room, uh, given off the smoke. Uh, you see two beds lying there. And you also see three skeletons lying upon the beds. Ooh. There is a very large bookshelf against one of the walls. And there is also a bedside table with uh, some sort of object on it. It uh, looks to be a vase, possibly, or a pitcher. It's hard, hard to tell from uh, where you are. Um, there is a door uh, to the north. And I forgot to mention uh, to Edward, there is a door also to the north. And there's a door to the east for yours. And uh, let me upload your map. Ooh. All right. Uh, so you get together to compare notes. Mm -hmm. Did you see the bedroom? Two skeletons on the beds? That's so one, uh... one of the beds, sorry, uh, 
to interrupt there. One of the beds, the bed closest to the uh, southern door, which you peek through, uh, one of them has two skeletons uh, embracing each other. And uh, the one against the north wall is uh, just the solo skeleton. Okay. Yeah, there's two skeletons on the one bed and one skeleton on the other bed. I dare you to wake him up. I, I will pass on that dare. The room I peeked into has a very long table and a, a figure is seated at the end. But it smells very foul. Oh, I was going to ask, is there food on the table? If it is, it doesn't smell very appealing. Mm. Skeletons or stench? What shall uh, the on, on the shelf, uh, uh, Vidrig, um, it looks to be, it looked to be, uh, a bookshelf and there's a bookshelf and there's a table with a vase or a picture or something like that i couldn't quite make out what it was Ooh. the room i peered into also has four giant lanterns dave are they lit yes four giant oil lamps four giant oil lamps and they are lit Ooh. I still hear the music coming from beyond. Yeah, me too. There's a there's a door at the end of the at the other end of the room as well. And in this uh, world, Dave, if we see skeletons, do we just assume that's like dead people, or is that <laughs> like something that's going to potentially? <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. You have heard tales. You've heard myths, you've heard legends. Um, you have not encountered one yourself. Uh, the The end of days have only begun rather recently. And it's only the beginnings of strange things you're now hearing of. I mean, a giant two-headed basilisk, you know, recently rose from the the mountains and that was pretty weird um but in the in the months that follow it's been about eight months since the basilisk rose and um strange more strange things are are cropping up uh every day and you you you, you hear rumors in towns and and people going missing and uh really strange stories of uh, creatures and things unheard of only in mythology, in, in the world's mythology. Um, so will a skeleton live after death? There's been some strange things abroad, but sometimes the dead is just the dead. Did I see uh, any detail on the figure in the room I looked in? Uh, so it's hooded, and you looks to be uh, you, you looks to be bearded. 
uh, but he's very heavily cloaked. Um, in and looks like there's uh, symbols or or something. Um, from what you can uh, gather, and he does not look like a skeleton. Okay, I'll relay that to everyone. Does it look like he's moving? Uh, you peek your head in? Yeah, I'll peek my oh. head in over there. Okay. Uh, Johnny, you too? Yeah, yeah, he's peeking around the corner. Okay. Um, he does not appear to be moving. As you, you observe him for a minute. I'll take out my staff and kind of go into the room and poke at it. Poke at what? Poke at him? The skeleton. Oh, you're going to the skeleton room? Yeah. Sorry, I'm peeking in the skeleton room. Okay, I thought you were looking at the other room. Okay. Uh, okay, so you enter You enter the, for lack of a better word, we'll call it the library, just because there's a big bookshelf there. <clears throat> um, okay. All right, you uh, which so there is the the closest bed to you has the the two skeletons, and then there's the the solo one at the north wall. Which one do you want to? Just the closest one to me. Okay. He's and gonna where... poke at it and run right back out of the room. Okay, where are you poking it? The, whatever I can touch, the foot, whatever. Okay. Yep. You give the uh, foot a tap. Uh and run right out of that room. <laughs> All right. Uh, you do so. And I'm going to run over to the guys. All right. Okay. You. Okay. Uh, do you bother to see if it moves? <laughs> uh, I'm going to wait and see if it comes out of the doorway. Okay. Um, you wait. So. Uh, in in the chamber, you guys see uh, uh, Johnny go into the room, and then a few seconds later, come tearing out and then running back to you, and then turns and and looks towards the door. Did something happen in there? It, there could be a skeleton. It, it could, could be. Come after us. It could come after us. You just told us there were three in there. What do you mean there could be? I, I, I yeah. poked it. I poked it with my staff. Oh, I see. Time slips by. Nothing. I, I think it's safe in there. They're, they're really dead. They're, they're really, really dead. Usually mm -hmm. skeletons are. You, you, you never know. You never know. Well, I vote we go that way. It doesn't smell as bad. <laughs> All right. Well, um... That it sounds good. <sighs> there's there's books in there, and a vase. Oh, yeah, I want to get that vase actually. All right, let's go that way. All right, you enter into the small library slash bedroom. Uh, as I said before, there's two. There's a pair of torches. Uh, dimly glowing, uh, setting off, uh, giving the air a kind of smoky tinge to it. Uh, bookshelf is to your right. Um, 
there is a bedside table with now that you see uh you see withered flowers in a clay vase and uh the skeletons on the bed what sort of books do i see in the bookshelf okay um Edward goes over to the bookshelf. Uh, Johnny, what do you do? I'm going to go over to the skeleton I poked and try to pop its skull off. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> you uh, you go over there and uh, start to uh, try to twist the, the head off the, the skeleton. You'd be filing a corpse, man. Quite, quite down. I'll pull my skull out and start talking to it. Okay. <laughs> what do you say to him? Look at this man. Look what he's doing to these dead people. All right. So your seemingly most regal of the group has just pulled out a skull and is uh, conversing with it. Uh, uh, we're all demented. Oh, excellent. <laughs> I also have one, too, to talk to. Yeah, well. All right. I don't. Uh, I have nothing to say to you, <laughs> uh, Johnny. You uh, managed to uh, pop it off its uh, spine there. I gently pat it on its head and put it in my backpack. Okay. Uh, what about the butterfly, man? Trying to keep it in. So the skull would act. Uh, butterfly does not count as an object. Don't worry about it. The skull would act as an object. Do you have enough room in there? I have a fresh backpack, yes. I have about four slots left. Okay. Um, doo -doo -doo. Vidrig, what are you doing? I want to go and uh, get the vase and put that in my backpack. Oh, okay. Um, yep, the, the flowers are, are rotten and crumbly. And uh, kind of just dumped over onto the, onto the table. Uh, it's it's a yeah it's a it's a clay boss, and you stuff it in your backpack. That also counts as an object. Uh, oh, a, a full regular size object. Uh, there's no water in the vase. Nope, but I'll be able to use it to to drink when I do find water. Ooh, Tana. All right. Well, you know where water is. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> All right, um, Edward, you approach the bookshelf. Um, it looks like most of the books are in a kind of obscure literature that even your learned self have not really come across. And uh, looking through a couple, it, it looks to be done in, into a frenzied kind of handwritten uh, kind of, uh, like, like, like a madman was writing this, really. Uh, the language you, you do not recognize. However, I'm going to have you roll a D4. D4. Coming right up. Roll the four. Okay. All right. So you you find a book that looks to be written in a language you can understand. 
uh, you open it up and there's no small text. There's just a, a page of very large uh, text uh, symbols. And you have a sudden, uncontrollable compulsion to say. Now, I, I'm going to ask you to look at your text channel. And you can't stop yourself from yelling this. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, <laughs> so what you got to say it. Very interesting. Oh. You dead, arise! You dead, arise! What are you doing, man? Edward just starts to yell uh, <laughs> at, the, at the top of his uh, lungs. Look, uh, man. Oh, what's going on? What's going on? When he does that, there is a shimmer in the middle of the room. It's almost like you're looking through a waterfall as the air around it bend. Uh, is, uh, you see a what looks to be a crystal start to form in the middle of the room. And it then coalesces into a figure, um, a small, squat, almost kind of impish figure with a pointed tail and long, pointed ears, although it seems to be made entirely of crystal, and uh, as it moves, it, you just hear like kind of almost like grinding glass um, as, as he moves, as this little crystal demon uh, forms into into, into being and then perks its head uh, up and uh, looks towards uh, Vidric and points at you and that's where we're going to leave it tonight Yeah, I, I think thought, right. I thought I thought if we went in the smelly room, it was going to be uh, David Lee Roth in there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for, David Lee Roth. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Intro and outro theme, as well as incidental music, by Greg Hatton. <laughs>